Get ready for Smoke Night Live with Massa Sensei. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Jordan, yes, this is episode two hundred and eighty-three of that's, Smoke Night Live. That's a lot of episodes. That's a lot of episodes. Actually, night. Really thinking back, we've been doing this for like four hundred years. It seems like it, but at the same time, when you, you when you realize that we're almost up on three hundred, you start to think to yourself, "Wow, that's those are that's a lot of hours to be on the internet." Are we going to be doing something cool for the three hundredth episode? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We're going to be doing something. We're going to be doing something super cool tonight. In fact. There's so much going on tonight, I almost can't describe it all. You guys got to make sure that you stay through to the end of the show, after the commercial, because we have some big announcements. A one epically huge announcement about Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest that you're not going to want to, uh, to miss. This is breaking news tonight on Smoke Night Live, Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest news that we will be breaking on the show. Teasers, boom. Teasers, rumors, no. They're not teasers, they're not rumors, it's the le- legit stuff. So that's going to be cool. Also, uh, some other big news that you may have saw tonight uh, on the uh, dojo, a new cigar that <gasps> we're going to be talking about, the new dojo cigar that's coming out at the end of it's March. It's electric. And uh, that's going to be fun. But, guys, get Sorry. this. Sorry about that. If you watch this show tonight, you can win 10 premium cigars. All you have to do is participate in the show. Comment on Facebook. Have some fun. And uh, this is how it's going to work. So if you're watching the show tonight, as we're talking with our guests, we're going to bring on very shortly, um, our studio audience, we've got Matt, we've got Quinn, we've got Scott, the boys. They're going to be looking at the comments as they're drinking bourbon, and they're going to be picking out some, uh, you know, particularly interesting comments. Uh, Scott, uh, do you do you understand what we're asking of you tonight? <laughs> yeah, I think I do. I think I've got this. Uh, this is going to be fun. It's something different. We're going to throw it out there and, like, you know, it's great to be part of somebody getting some cigars. So here's how it's going to work. Scott, Quinn, and Matt are going to just mentally jot down uh, some of the more interesting comments during the show tonight. And at the very end of the show, after all of the exciting announcements, we will pick a random winner from those uh, comments that they have selected. And if you are that random winner, boom, you get 10 killer premium cigars. There's, there's a, I know for a fact, I didn't bring them with me, but I know for a fact there's a League of Nine in there. There's a T-52 in there. There is a uh, Latelier, uh, I forget what that one was. It's a good cigar. There's a bunch of really good cigars in those 10 cigars. So um, you're going to want to be clever. You're going to want to get the uh, attention, Jordan, of the judges so that you can be one of those These are some strict judges. They're very strict. So (laughs) be funny. Be clever. Catch their attention. Uh, Doja, you you never let me down anyway. So I see tons of people already uh, on on the... um, on the podcast tonight, so appreciate all of you guys joining us. Uh, feel free to share the show on Facebook. Also, 
You know, we don't mention this enough, but you know, we're on iTunes, we're on Google Play. Give us well, we're on Spotify. Give us five stars. Well, come on. You know, that just, really just it, give me five stars. It really <laughs> helps if you give us a review. Uh that really helps. You know, by the way, Jordan, we're like we're like n- the number one show, the number one podcast in Croatia. Oh, easy. Did you know that? We're like the number yeah. one leisure podcast in Croatia. It's incredible. The Croatians the Croatians love me, Jordan. I don't know what it is, but they just they absolutely love me. <laughs> they can't me. get enough. They cannot get enough of Master Sensei. So um anyways, let's bring on our guest. Uh, this is a guest that I've known for a long time. She has been in the industry just almost the exact she came in about the same time we did, Jordan, mm-hmm. around 2012. And um, she really does this right. She knows cigars. She follows the industry. She's into the industry. She's really into into uh, the whole craft of cigars. She's traveled. She's met a ton of people. And so we couldn't be more excited tonight to bring on our guest. Uh, let's welcome her in. A big dojo welcome to Delicia Cruz, a.k.a. Cigar Vixen. How are you, my friend? I'm excellent. Hi, everybody. <laughs> well, we're, we're super jazzed that you're on the show tonight, Delicia. And uh, for folks that maybe uh, don't know, uh, you've been doing this since 2012. Th- that's impressive in and of itself. Delicia, we see people come and go all the time in this industry, but to be doing it for almost 10 years, that's impressive. I can't believe it's been that long. It's crazy. It feels like it's only been a few years, but then when I try to mentally go back, it's like, yeah, been in it for a while. <laughs> So, so what is it, uh, Delicia, about the cigar industry that is is so fun to you and so interesting? I mean, I mean, for me, uh, I'll just sort of quickly answer so you can kind of think about your answer. I love just the relationships. Like when we go to IPCPR or PCA now, whatever you want to call it, you know, seeing you there and and all the other folks, it is it really is like a family. I mean, that to me is the the ultimate fun of this industry. Just besides, you know, the amazing cigars, but there is this family sort of unity that we do all have. Oh, yeah. You hit the nail right on the head. Um, The people for me, it's been the people all along the way from the very beginning um, and then just getting to know people along the way. Uh, You're a prime example. I think I've seen you in person a couple times only, but I still it's like it's like dojo. You know, I just I'm excited. I got your email. It's like, yeah, I'm super excited. I follow what you guys do. And I've watched you grow and just kind of kill it in the industry on your end. And it's like, man, you guys are just doing a a great job. But the people in this industry are really what make it. That's that's always been the the major draw for me. So so what what was it back in 2000? Probably 11 when you, you know, were starting to think about this, like what what sort of like pushed you into, hey, hey, I want to be I want to be in this in this industry. What was it? I mean, were you already like really heavily into cigars at the time or talk about like how you you know made that step into actually creating YouTube videos and becoming the influencer that you are? Well, um, I I guess it was somewhat accidental in the sense that I was kind of new to smoking cigars, but it was such a cool thing that I just I wanted to find a way to to try to share it with other people and talk about it. Um, I learned along the way uh, quite a bit, you know, as I mentioned in the very beginning, I had smoked cigars before, you know, starting the, the channel, but not really knowing too much about the the background, how they were made, you know, going out to factories, watching, you know, seeing the fields, how they're, how it's grown and everything. And so when I started kind of getting into it, it just opened so many different doors and, um, I was one that was kind of late to social media. I'm, I'm, I'm still like behind. I mean, I'm as far as tech and all that 
it's like I was talking to you about that earlier. It's like I just wanted to share, and, and um, a funny fact is that I'm actually not a a camera person. You know, as I was the first few videos I made, I was terrified. I was super nervous. Um, you know, just shy. I'm, I'm not somebody who likes to get up and talk in front of people. So it was it was kind of like a personal challenge, um, and and it's made me grow in that way. Um, but I just now it's it's kind of second nature to just sit down and start smoking a cigar, talk about it. I don't really think about it too much. It's just kind of like sharing, you know, talking with friends. I feel like there's friends behind the the other end of this. I might not be able to see them all the time, but I know they're there. So it's um it's just grown into an incredible journey. Now, now, Delicia, the I think that you know, like a lot of people would say, like, you know, there there is some criticisms around um, certain influencers that just you know post a picture of themselves. And they they're not really into cigars, but that isn't what if if people don't know or aren't familiar with you, that is not what you do at all. Like you literally are into the industry. You've traveled. You've met folks. You you do a cigar of the year, uh, a video, that kind of thing. So you take a, a lot more pride in the fact that you really are you know into the actual hobby of cigar smoking. Um, over the years, is that any is that is there any bit of a struggle with you, like mentally knowing that, like, hey, like I don't want to just be thought of as somebody that just posts pictures of myself. Um, sure. I want to be thought of somebody that actually knows the industry. So it, it's funny because um, initially, I think that was the kind of like the idea, more or less, was like like any other industry. Um, you're trying to get your, your face in front of people. You're trying to get the attention, if you will, um, to, to get followers or to get uh, viewership or, or whatever it may be. Um, as time has gone by, though, it's it's kind of like it's an opportunity to, once you have people's attention, to actually talk and open your brain and like, hey, this, there's I have more to say than just, like you said, posting a picture, smoking a cigar, kind of faking it, if you will. But um I guess I didn't think about it until after. And then every so often I'll hear those criticisms. I don't really hear them anymore, but um, initially they were definitely there. Um, I think as I've grown in the industry, just time-wise, um, I, I think more or less people kind of know that um, I can hold a conversation about cigars. Um, I don't consider myself uh, you know, a super expert. I just share what I know and what I like and try and, you know, start that conversation and really bring attention and try to answer questions. What I've noticed is in the last, I don't know, five, five years or so, five or six years is there's a lot more women that have joined the, the party, which is cool, you know, and, and all different aspects of it. Some of them are the, the picture posters and some of them are, you know, doing podcasts and really, um, I, I was on a, a ladies call the other night, a, a cigar smoking panel. It was all women. And, you know, we had a, a tobacconist and um, an artist and just, you know, different aspects within the industry, which was really cool to see, you know, more women um, getting into it. So, right. You know, you know, what's interesting about that, Delicia, that you bring that up. And I actually didn't plan on talking about this, but I've I've noticed over the years doing this um, almost 10 years that occasionally a couple times I've seen cigar companies try to like uh, purposefully market a cigar towards women and that typically it, it, what i've seen it doesn't really work like women are just cigar smokers they just want to smoke the same cigars that uh, anybody does there's no differentiation and it seems like trying to market something like specifically to women 
usually isn't that successful because when it really gets down to it, we're all really just cigar smokers. Exactly. I, I, I always find that question because I get it a lot um, on the marketing side of things. Like, how do we get more women in the industry? That's like the number one question that I think I, I receive uh, you know, on a regular basis. And some of it is media. Some of it is manufacturer specific where it's like, you know, yeah, we're trying to target this. Like you said, like a, a special cigar that's just for women. And it's like, no, I mean, yeah. <laughs> we're smoking, you know, it, it's, it's yeah. the same. Like, how would you market a cigar for men? I mean, right. well, like Maduro's do you like, I mean, it's, there's, there's so many different elements. So yeah, I think really just, um, including women in the conversation, just like you would in a man, it's the same, same thing. So right. what I found in this industry specifically though, is that, um, there's so many gentlemen, you know, there, there's really more gentlemen. So I think for women that might be a little hesitant to walk into a cigar lounge, for example, they shouldn't be, you know, everybody's, uh, everybody's nice. It's, it's, it's a family, you know, you just, you meet people and you're welcomed and it just grows from there. So, so before I get too many questions, we've, the comments section has been flooded with people wondering, what are you drinking? What are you smoking? Maybe how did you go about picking out your pairing? I'm assuming that's directed towards me, not Dojo. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I am smoking the Highclere Castle Edwardian, and I'm actually drinking a, a white wine. Normally, I would pair this with a gin, with their Highclere Castle gin, but um, I'm doing a salmon, not salmon cooking. So, mm. <laughs> starting with the uh, the white wine for that pairing, and um, yeah, I just you know I just grabbed it because it's something lighter, and um, I've already smoked a couple cigars earlier today, so I just figured I'd kind of continue with something a little bit on the lighter side of things. Um, yeah. Huh? yeah, you know, Nick Nick did a great job with that cigar, but that brings up an interesting point, Delicia, is because we do the Flavor Odyssey show every Wednesday night um, where we pair cigars with certain drinks, and yeah. wine is a really underrated pairing for cigars, don't you think? I think it is, and um, not to not to pick on... on um, on other women, but I feel like a lot of women, we drink wine. <laughs> so it's a, it's a nice pairing. Um, a lot of like my girlfriends, when we get together, we'll go to the winery. I always bring cigars and it's, to me, it's like kind of, I didn't think that it was an odd pairing, but then when I kind of get into the traditional side of pairing, I guess it, it kind of can be, but, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely underrated. It's, it's fabulous. Yeah. We've, we've really been diving in deep lately to, uh, different wine pairings with cigars and it, it like it just it just strikes me as one of those pairings that that somehow gets forgot because um, even white wines like we did the uh, Hoya de Nicaragua Numero Uno with a Chardonnay and it was fantastic. It was a fantastic pairing. Um, I'm going to try. Yeah, you should try that. Uh, Delicia. So now I know you don't have a ton of time, so I want to get some of these topics that I have for you. All of the time that you've you've traveled, you've done Nicaragua, Dominican Republic, all these in places than these people that you have met it, talk about maybe one or two either a you know interesting you know folks that you've met along the way or you know trips that you think uh, you know just really stick out in your mind as like something that you know you wake up and you're like god i wish i was back there again like that certain place that certain time that certain cigar like that's another aspect of cigars that's so fun is those moments are there a couple of moments or cigars or people that like stick in your memory as something that that really just ring as something as a great memory for you? Oh my goodness, there's there's so many. Um, 
I'm I'm a little more partial to I guess to to Nicaragua because I've been there so many times and I I just love it there. I would love to retire there. Like that would be my place. I'd have a place by the beach and just you know have an endless supply of cigars and um, you know fresh coffee and everything else there. But um, I, I used to do safari trips. I haven't done them for a few years now, but. Um, the safari trips really stand out to me because I would take a small group. I'd take about up to 10 people or so. And it was so much fun to take them to these different parts uh, of, you know, for example, Nicaragua and visit uh, Drew Estate's factory. And then you have, it, it's tough to narrow down like a favorite place because Esteli is gorgeous. And, and it's the, it's the, the heart of the cigar world over there. So you get to see the factories, you get to meet all the different people in the factories are just they've all made such an impression on me um hoya is one of them that um every time i've gone there those guys all come out and they greet whoever it is that's coming and it's like they're so hospitable um they, they walk you through the factory you can see the history of their building and like how it's withstood some of the bombings that happened and you know back in the 80s and the 70s or rather but um god it's just there, there's so many so many cool people. Um, and then when you go over to like the beach side of Nika, it's a whole different vibe. It's super chill. Um, I've done actually uh, volcano sledding. Mm, and mm. that was awesome. <laughs> it was like, you know, you're walking up, you're holding your, uh, your board on your back and you're hiking up this volcano, which by the way, like the day before they were like, we might not be able to do it because the, the chain itself is active right now. So, you know, it might, <laughs> so I'm thinking, oh my God. And it was literally one of those things where it was like, okay, the guy over here that has, you know, his, his dog didn't bark three times this morning. So I think we're good. I think it's okay. So like, we were up there, you know, I'm holding my cigar. It was cool. Cause you could, you could smoke everywhere over there. So, you know, we're smoking the cigar, hiking up this thing and then did this volcano sledding, which that that's definitely a memory, but, and also the DR, you know, there's going to like La Aurora factory. They're the oldest ones there. And same thing. I mean, their, their whole operation, their staff, everybody there, they're such a class act, uh, just it's amazing plus the festivals you know like gosh I, I like I said I have so many so many moments so many memories and just all the people um they're just amazing you know you know Delicia I I I often uh I mean we've been on safari so many times and I I, I often think of you know you get up early in the morning and you sort of walk out to the back of like the Jewish state compound there and you have some coffee and you have your cigar and you look out onto that valley and it's it's so quiet and peaceful and that that is just like a moment that you just cannot be beat oh my gosh exactly i know exactly what you're talking about that view and you could see like the little their little is it a creek or the little river and it's like in the middle of all the greenery and you're just like man i don't want to leave this place forever I just, yeah i love it yeah it, and again the people you know like you we were there for uh, you probably know Henry, you know, from Jurassic. State. We were oh, there yeah. for his first, the first time he was, he had just taken over from Pedro. So he it was like his first time hosting a group and he was so cute. You know, he was like <laughs> trying to, he was nervous. And it's like, now you see him and he's just like second nature to him. He's like hosted people all day long, like knows everything, but it was so cute to like, just watch that. You just watch different people grow within the industry. And um, it's just amazing. Now let's talk a little bit about your cigar of the year uh, because there's, we have some stuff in common here. Your, yes. num your number one cigar of the year for 2020 was the Drew Estate Year of the Rat, which was our number one limited edition cigar of the year. 
Um, talk a little right. bit about that cigar and why you picked that as your number one for 2020. Well, um, first off, I'm sure as you would agree, it was a tough year to narrow down just like any top five. In fact, in that video, because I do like um, the top five, I think I said something like, even though they're referenced, you know, one through five, they technically could all be number one because they were they're just like it was a tough year to pick to narrow it down. Mm-hmm. Probably because they spent more time than ever at home smoking. So I was like mm-hmm. really focusing on like the different flavor profiles and like different times of the day. And um, I try when I when I do uh, choose the cigars not to pair it with anything just to kind of have it on its own. But I still find myself, you know, I have coffee all the time. So I tend to lean towards like what pairs really well with coffee. But the the Drew Estate cigar was just um, to me, it hit all all the things that I look for. The construction was there. Um, every time I smoked it throughout the different times of the year, it was very balanced, always like the same experience. And, um, I just really, I mean, I know it's, it's tough to gauge it on flavor profile cause that's subjective, but really the flavor profile was just right. awesome. Now, it was awesome. How many years have you done a list? Mm, I think since 2015, I started doing the, the top five of the year, I, I believe. Yeah. Now, this brings me to this question, because we have these big debates in Dojo Studios. Uh, <laughs> we've been doing lists since 2012. And what's interesting, and I, I just want to get your take on this. Uh, I don't know how to exactly frame this question, but what's interesting about this is when you go back and look at previous lists, right? <laughs> Some cigars that you had ranked high, um, for whatever reason, now you think back on them and think, you know, that might have been a little high. And then other cigars that you ranked maybe lower, maybe 10 or whatever, you think, wow, that, that should have been so much higher. Like it had something about staying power. And I don't exactly know why that is. Uh, the cigar itself doesn't change, but there's something about it over the years. Have you ever gone back and looked at your list and, and sort of like tried to mentally kind of maybe like re-rank the cigars? And it, the follow-up question is, why is it that's, that some cigars maybe like fade a bit and others maybe rise up a bit over the years? I think it has to do with your palate. I think, you know, you, you just, it's like anything else. Like when you're, even when with cooking, you know, or, or let's say the, the type of coffee that you drank, you know, if you were making your coffee the same five years ago, do you still go with that same exact roast? Do you still do it the same way? I mean, there's, I think your palate changes a little bit. So for me personally, anyway, I think that um, certain cigars, and I've noticed that, like, in fact, I, I try to do that at the end of the year is kind of go back and see some of the other ones that I have picked throughout the years. And yeah, there's definitely a couple that I was like, wow, really? Like, yeah, that one probably got a little bit higher, you know, still, still should have been in there, but maybe not number one or maybe not number two kind of a thing. But um, I don't know. I, I that's that's a that's a great question, really. I mean, that's I, I would just think it has to do with our palate overall. I think really you you nailed it. I mean, I think that your answer is exactly one hundred percent on target with what we feel. It's like it's like anything, you know, with beers or whatever. Like for a while, like maybe like Imperial Stouts, like like that is the beer. Like everybody's drinking ten fifty. You know, Oscar Blues, Ten Fifty, it is the beer, and you just want it. But then, like three years later, you're sort of like into like you know juicy IPAs or something, and so then you think back on that maybe differently, only because your palate's changed, well, like you just said. Don't you guys also think there's also the the quality year over year? Some manufacturers can keep it going, and some 
Some can't. Some right. some of these cigars, they might have just had the, the right tobacco to come out with that cigar, but they couldn't keep it going. There's definitely that, um, I, I think. I think it's the only fair comparison. And even then, I guess it wouldn't be fair, is if you had it, like, you had boxes of everything that had been, uh, you just, you, you left them alone, you let right. them sit in your and then you grab from that same stash but even then it would it would take the extra years of aging so then that would kind of yeah it's it's tough it is tough but yeah i think it just you you change um also maybe with more time you get a little bit more um, your palate becomes a little bit more refined and you get a little bit more particular so maybe it's the stuff that's really current is the stuff that is like okay this is like a a, i don't want to say a better ranking but it's just kind of like you know you you've really you have more time under your belt. So you're, you know, you used to be just kind of like baseline chef. Now you're like, you know, master chef. I don't know. <laughs> right, right. Hey, uh, Delicia, I always talk about this, and I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are. I have like a few cigars, and I call these sort of like my, almost like my home base cigars. These are cigars that I feel like, for whatever reason, they're just always good to me. And when, if my palate is sort of shot or whatever, I, I can I can go back to that cigar and it just instantly sort of brings me, you know, back to center, um, so to speak. Like for instance, uh, the Espinosa Habano, the Aladino Corojo, the original one, the Perdomo Twelve Year Aged. Those are like a few cigars, and there's there's a few more I'm probably I'm leaving out. That's not important. But uh, I'm curious, do you have some cigars sort of like in your rotation that you just kind of feel like that's your home base, like that's home to me, I can go to that cigar, I always know what it's going to taste like, and I always yeah. know it's going to be good? Definitely. I mean, the first one, uh, the obvious uh, would be like the Padron 64, which I try not to smoke often just because <laughs> it, for me that's like my that's my special one. Even still, I mean, there's, there's definitely been um, an introduction of some amazing cigars over the last few years, but that one is always like, it holds a special place for me. Uh, the Liga Nine, for sure. That's like a definitely like a special kind of a go-to. I have a couple drawers in the humidor. I'd say the La Aurora One Hundred Seven Maduro. That one, uh, you know, I'll go through different different phases, but that one's always like a old trusty, if you will. Um, gosh, anything that Steve does, uh, Saka stuff is just. I mean, the brulee, which was your, uh, it was your. Um... It number was number four, right? Number four, I think. Again, it, it it was right up there with like it could have been number one. Like it was just God, that cigar is so good. And pretty much, I haven't smoked one from him that I didn't like. I mean, I it sounds like BS, but it's it, he just I don't know. We have a similar palate or something. I mean, he just all his stuff is just that's those are like special go tos. They have a drawer in my humidor. Um, same with Nick's stuff. Um, it's funny. I even like the the Charter Oak. You know the the little, um, or I'm sorry, the Charter Oak, but also his uh, his Nica Rustica before he left. You know, like right. that one. I love that cigar. It's like a five six dollar stick, and I love that cigar. It's just like every time, you know, it hits the spot. It just hits the spot. Yeah. So now, before we let you go, because I know you're busy tonight, you only have a limited amount of time. Two last topics. Uh, one, your yearly calendar. Talk about your yearly. I was thinking at one point. Delicia, that I was going to come out with a yearly calendar. Yes. It, it would be, it would be me. I, I it would be, waiting. it would be Coop. You know, Coop <laughs> in a speedo. It would be Emmett from Blind Man's Puff. I mean, I don't think it would sell as maybe as well as yours, but I'm. It's a, it's an idea that I'm sort of bouncing around. I don't know. What do you think? Yes. No. For sure. Um, I think it'd be fun to do like, um, you know, for like our 
maybe like our 10 year anniversary, we should collaborate and do like a really cool cigar industry uh, calendar. But, you know, the calendar was, was kind of a, um, I, I did a background in, in, in modeling. So it was kind of like trying to tie some of those two together, but um, it, it's actually, it, it's fun because again, the, the focus of the calendar, it's me smoking, but there's, if you look at the details of it, it talks about the cigar and it, it, there's, there's the close-up shots of the cigar. It's kind of like an opportunity to, to show off the branding of a particular manufacturer, give like the tasting notes and kind of, again, just kind of bring that focus back to the cigars itself. Um, right. It's a lot of production. It's a lot of planning. Um, in fact, this last year, the, the COVID year one was just a single single shot for the whole year kind of a thing just because it was like really difficult to try to pull together different places to do photo shoots it's already hard to find places to shoot and smoke but um you know it was just kind of like something fun something fun for yeah for people and i was actually trying to like okay i'm not going to do one this year but people ask for it so it's like okay i guess i'm gonna still do it so i'm really looking forward to trying to collaborate with you guys and coop, coop would be great I, yes oh yeah It'd be amazing. <laughs> now, uh, before we let you go, talk about your foray into uh, the coffee industry. You've got some coffee that you're doing, and uh, tell folks about the the coffee that you're involved in. So, the coffee was a passion project. I started working on it uh, kind of about half, you know, a little little more than halfway through um, the, the cigar journey, and a lot of it had to do with traveling. It's like, you know, when you travel, you're kind of um, you're always searching for like the comforts of home and that kind of thing. And so going to different places and kind of being underwhelmed by coffee. Uh, and, and to me, I, I drink coffee so much that it was, it's, it's one of those things where I, I guess, the, I guess I am a snob when it comes to it. So um, my goal with playing around with different uh, beans, different roasts, and really I, I found a roaster that is really fun to work with because they let me go there and kind of play around with the different roasting um, processes and like the, the time and just kind of learning about it because I didn't know anything about it other than I know what I like to drink right. um, so the goal with that was not only to like perfect you know the cup of coffee but also to kind of bring attention to like how to brew properly and and also to really focus on pairing the coffee with the cigars because again bringing it back home the, the target audience for my coffee is the, is the cigar people so it's like you smoke cigars you should have you, know, you spend a lot of money on your cigars and you want that experience, so make sure your cup of coffee that you're drinking with it isn't like, you know, no offense, but like not like gas station coffee kind of thing. Like you want like <laughs> me a coffee that's fresh, that's freshly roasted and all of that. So, What's your uh, go-to brewing method? Um, I like pour overs. I, I do a pour over most of the time. Um, when weekends, I'll do a French press. Um, those are usually the, the two, but I, I don't know, something about the pour over, I just... Um, I love how I love watching the bloom, and I like just seeing the. You can tell how fresh the coffee is, you know, when you really see it. Mm-hmm. You know, have that little little bloom on top. So I love pour over, um, and then you know I'll, I'll do espresso sometimes. I still have. I mean, I have like one of those fancy espresso makers, but I still like the mocha pot. Just old school. Now, nice. if, if folks want to try some of the coffee, uh, how do they get a hold of that? Um, they can jump on Tasa's Coffee by Delicia. There's a website. They can also on my Instagram. I always have it on the little bio. Um, other than tonight, I had the I had the show link, but usually I have the the coffee. Um, you could just click right on the link there. All right, and if folks want to follow you and uh, follow the uh, your reviews and your videos, where do they go? How do they get a hold of Cigar Vixen? 
everything is at Cigar Vixen. So YouTube, uh, just type in Cigar Vixen. It'll pop right up. And same thing on Instagram. Instagram is probably my, my most active platform that I use. Um, I try to get on Facebook more. Uh, Twitter, I'm just like, I, 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 re I repost Twitter stuff. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's basically everything is under Cigar Vixen. All right, great. Well, hey, I, I can't thank you enough. I know you got to run. I know you got like a dinner going and some salmon maybe cooking in the background. <laughs> um, so uh, we can't thank you enough for taking the time on a Friday night to join us on Smoke Night Live. Thank you so much for having me. And I hope to um, re-invite myself again when I have like a full hour or so to, to really hang out and, and get into it with you guys. You guys are great. Thanks for doing what you're doing. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Cigar Vixen, everybody. Let's give her yeah. a hand. Cheers. Cheers. We'll see you. We'll see you at the show. Yes, I look forward to it. There she goes. Cigar Vixen on a Friday night, Smoke Night Live. Jordan, I guess we should just go right into our commercial because after that, we've got stuff going on. We're going to give away some cigars. And. Oh, sorry. And not only that, but we've got some big, big news. But first, guys, this show is sponsored by JR Cigars, one of the world's largest online cigar stores. JR's inventory ranges from everyday bundled cigars to incredibly high-end boxes, plus a large selection of cigar accessories. This year, JR Cigar is celebrating their 50th anniversary. They'll be celebrating all year long with amazing promotions, contests, sweepstakes, and several limited-run projects with some of your favorite manufacturers. Join JR in celebrating 50 years of excellence and stock up on your favorite cigars today. Jordan, was that as good as Randy? I don't know. I don't think that was quite I, Randy level. Come on. That was close. It was, to, it was close. Uh, there was not a single flub up. Not but a single flub no, up. it was no Randy. It was not, it was it was not, not that. that. Uh, all right. So <laughs> let's, uh, let's quick go to the judges real quick. Um... Matt, uh, have you guys been uh, monitoring the comments uh, in the show? We have. It, ha don't tell me yet, but have you guys made any uh, preliminary picks? Uh, we are up to ten. Ten? Yes, I, we just went Ooh, crazy. We that's just, fine. You can pick we as just kept picking. You can just pick as many as you want. So so far, there's been ten finalists. We're not going to say who these ten finalists are yet. Right. But we will at the end of the show, and then we'll pick a winner. And then, Matt, how are you going to pick that winner? Uh, what's it? Random.org? Random.org. And <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm going to push the button. Uh, or however say, many you have. If you, if, uh, yeah, it could be If you end up with 20, yeah. then that's what it'll be. All right, folks, uh, here's, here comes the news. We've got three uh, topics to discuss. Uh, first of all, I want to thank uh, Delicia Cigar Vixen for being on the show. Thank you, Tim. Sensei's Reed, Sensei's Reed, Sensei's, Sensei's Reed! Yeah, that was pretty Sensei's good. Sensei's Reed! It was pretty, it was pretty good. I mean, I'm not going to, I don't want to toot my own horn or anything, but I think it was. It was, uh, it was a little monotone for me. It was pretty good. That was good, though. Yeah. A, a, new, uh, a new text that you were reading. The uh, words that you were saying were. Uh, interesting. New to my ear. Good. All right. <laughs> so, first off, guys, coming up, um, we are going to have a March Madness, or I shouldn't say that, a bracket challenge. A cigar, uh, uh, cigar-themed uh, college basketball tournament, which happens at the end of March. I can't say that's mad, it, mad time. It rhymes with sadness, but it's not sadness. Anyways, uh, it's sponsored this year by Drew Estate. There's going to be three prizes. The first overall prize is a uh, a sweet. Uh, sun-grown 
a mega mini ashtray, which is like a hand carved ashtray, and it's about it's 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 about two feet tall. It's not the big mega ones that you've seen in the past. It's like a mini version. You put that but, baby on your coffee oh, table. It's it's incredibly cool. It's super cool. The second prize will be a Drew Estate Yeti cooler. I mean, come on, a Yeti cooler. Give me a break. And then the third prize will be a Herrera Esteli dartboard set. Ooh, yeah. Darts, darts and all. And so really what will happen is, so here's how this works. Um, the, the tournament isn't set until Sunday night. So uh, on Saturday or so, I'll put the post up on CigarDojo.com so that you'll know where to go. And then on uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you can make your picks, do your, you know, your whole uh, bracket. And then from that point on, whoever ends up with the most points is the winner. Uh, obviously, the second place is second place, third place is third place. That's pretty self-explanatory. Hopefully and then the WB is not entering because... Uh, yeah, because he'll get he every lose. single one correct. By the way, if the WB... If the WB does it again, and he gets every single thing correct, I'm going to call foul on that because that there's he's hacked the system. He's hacked reality. He's hacked the future. <laughs> he's probably he's, yeah. He's probably gone. He's probably gone into the future, found out what happened, and then and so that's cheating in my opinion. But you sh- you cannot go into the future and make your picks. That's illegal. I'm just going to say that right now. So anyways, uh, just look for that. It's going to be a ton of fun. We do it every year. Should be a blast. Good luck to everybody. Just, I just wanted to give all of you guys the heads up that we're going to be doing that again. Um, so that'll be uh, through next week. I think the tournament starts Thursday. So you got to make your picks between Sunday night and uh, before tip-off on, on the first game, obviously. Um, so that's how that works. Here's another bit of big news, guys, right here. So, oh, it's upside down. Look out! Taser. Yeah, oh. This is the uh, newest cigar, uh, our newest dojo cigar. We've been working on this for a couple of years. Actually, we had the name two years ago. Uh, I'm not going to mention who came up with the name. We cannot mention who came up with the name because Dude. he works for another company. <laughs> but anyways, it's the Taser. Uh, it soup's good. Oops, sorry. I hit my microphone. Uh, let me show you the cigar. We've been smoking them all night here. Uh, this cigar has Dojo a Studios. double rabito head. A double rabito head, which means it looks like a little taser on the top of it. I don't know if you can, you can't really see that. It's but in a cello still. I know, but if I, all right, I'll pull it out and see if I can. Jordan's smoking it's one right now. Smoking one right now. It's super Look at that. Good. Oh, you can't see. The band is so dang sexy. Sexy band. There we go. There you go. That looks better. Um, so that that is it. It has a really interesting blend, Jordan. Um, this is the most uh, complex protocol blend I think I've ever seen. Yeah. So this will, go, here's the thing. If you are anywhere or anywhere in the world and you can travel to Florida for March 26th, we, we're, we're going to have an event. The cigars will go on sale at noon Easter time on Smoking website if you're a dojo member and then to the public like a half an hour later. So you got to be fast because there's only 500 bundles available and these are going to fly. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jordan. Sorry. Somebody said it looks like a canine. It, yeah, right. That's, that's it's in our same. That's look. the same theme. We did the canine. We did the nightstick. Now it's part of a series. It's a series. It's part of a series. So you have canine, nightstick, taser. They're all part of the series. So yes, they do look alike, which is by design. Um, in, intentionally, they look similar. Uh, but thank you for noticing that. So the cigars will be uh, eighty nine ninety five for a ten 
uh, count bundle package. Uh, Got 500 of these dogs. There's just 500 available, and some we're going to hold back for the event that night. So here, here was what I was getting to. If you're anywhere in the world, and you, especially if you're in Florida, if you can go to the Boynton Beach Smoke Inn at 7 p.m., on March 26th, we're all going to be there. Juan's going to be there. Abe's going to be there. I'm going to be there. Jordan's going to be there. Randy's going to be there. It's going to be off the hook. Kevin Acuff is going to be there. Everybody wants to get Kevin Acuff's autograph. Oh. So meet us there. Come and have some fun March 26th. And uh, you can still get plane uh, tickets. Barry's wondering the size. 5 by 52 5 by 52 um, Smoke in, obviously. Yeah, smoke in. If there's anything else you want to know about it, just uh, let us know. But like I said, we've been working on it for two years. We've been working on trying to get the right blend, trying to do the marketing, get the I, the the whole. Have you ever tried to do a double rabito? I don't think anybody's double ever rabito. tried to do a double rabito. So um, it's going to be super exciting. I can't wait for you guys to get your hands on it. We've been smoking them. Hey guys, over there, you guys have smoked some. Uh, studio audience, uh, Scott, why don't you pick up the microphone, Scott? How did you enjoy your uh, taser tonight? I thought it was absolutely excellent. Oh, you're supposed to say another word. No, I'm not going to steal that from Juan. Phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, look at me. Do I look like Juan? No, I do not. <laughs> so, but dare I say Juan would call it phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yes. He would call it phenomenal. Anyway, so we're excited about that. But guys, here's the big news. The big news that is just being announced right here, right now. Nowhere else in the world will you hear this. But the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival is going to happen in person this year in Colorado, in Broomfield, Colorado. It's legit. It is happening. It's official. It will be happening at the regular location, which is the Omni Interlochen Hotel in Broomfield, Colorado. Um, It's August. Oh, God. I, I don't have that date. <laughs> I don't have the date with me. Usually it's like the 26th or something. Uh, hold on. Yeah, August 28th. It's August oh, It's August close. 28th. Sorry, it was right in front of me here. Um, so it's going to happen. Now, here's how it's going to happen. Um, so typically, well, I'll, let me just talk about Rocky Mountain Scarfest, and then I'll tell you about the other events around <laughs> around around it. But um, So here's how it's going to happen. If you had a ticket to the 2020 Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest, which was canceled. The in-person version was canceled. If you had a ticket to that, you will get a notice so that you can buy tickets first, and that'll happen between April 26th and May 7th. So if you bought a ticket to last year's event, which was canceled due to COVID, you're going to get first crack at this year's event in between April 26th and May 7th. Then there will be an early bird ticket open to everybody at uh, May 8th through May 31st. And after that, if there's still anything available, from June 1st on, that'll go just to to whoever. So uh, just to rewind that just real quick, um, April 26th to May 7th, if you were a ticket holder last year, and then early bird tickets from May 8th to May 31st, and then finally after that, if there's anything left, June 1st and on, you can get a, uh, a chance to go then. Now, guys, this thing sells out fast. So if you get a chance to get tickets, don't delay. Don't say, oh, I'm going to wait. you got to get your tickets as fast as you can. This is 
in my opinion, um, the greatest event of the year. I have two. I have two events that I never miss. Um, that's the Great Smoke with Abe, and that's this event in Broomfield, Colorado. It's amazing. The venue is gorgeous. It's on a golf course. Uh, it's absolutely breathtaking. But here's the fun well, part. Well, there's some pretty cool pre-events. There's some pretty cool pre-events. <laughs> and the pre-events normally go like this. The Thursday before the event, um, usually the dojo has a big party here at Dojo Studios. So if you're a Dojoverse member and you're interested in joining us for that, uh, we would love to have you out there. You can contact me. You can contact Jordan. Uh, we'll get you guys uh, – we'll, we'll get a hotel for everybody to stay out. Usually – we pick a hotel near the Omni Interlochen. Um, last time we did the a loft up there. And so we have a big party here. We do the show. We do a Smoke Night Live on that night where we have a bunch of guests. Like usually like there's a bunch of cigar people in town. Uh, we've had Matt Booth. We've had Steve Sacco. Obviously Eric Espinoza, Terrence Riley, Klaus Kellner from Tommy Davidoff. Tommy Lazuka, Zook Bomb. We're playing some cornhole. Last year we had a cornhole tournament. Me and Emmett Malone from Blind Man's Pup won. We're the champions. Thank you very much, Tanner Cole. I still don't respect uh, that. Tanner and Stephanie, sorry to beat you guys in the championship, but that happened. Um, so that'll be fun. And then Friday night we ha we usually have like a another party, another dojo party at the Aloft Hotel in Broomfield, uh, which is also a ton of fun. And then that all leads into... Uh, the Saturday event, uh, which is Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest, of course. Um, and then that night, there's usually a post-show party. Jeez. That's at the pool at the Omni Interlochen. That's not a dojo party. So two of these events are dojo events, and two of them are not. But the one after is usually it's somebody like um, LFD or somebody like that. It usually sponsors that one. So there's just tons of fun. So that's at the end of August. And so please, you know, make your plans. Now, obviously the Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest people realize that uh, they don't 100% know what's going to go down. So if for whatever reason there's some sort of, you know, COVID issue or whatever that comes back, and it, or if the Colorado government doesn't allow us to do this, you'll get your money back. So there's no... There's no worry in buying your tickets. Buy your tickets and um, don't worry about the rest. If 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 something happens, which I don't foresee happening at this stage, because Colorado's in really 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 good um, position right now um, as far as COVID is concerned, we're almost completely out of it. Like there's almost no cases. So like I, I really feel good that Jordan, don't you think that this is a oh, good it's, chance it's happening? That this is going to happen. So what we really sure want. Thing. And by the way, if if, for whatever reason, Rocky Mountain Scar Fest doesn't go down. Yeah, we, st we, we did our party last year, didn't we? We still had a party last year. We had, we had a big, huge party here, and, and there was no, it was not a super spreader event. In fact, nobody uh, left here uh, catching COVID. And so, um, <laughs> so it was, it's Some people brought it in. <laughs> no, no, that's not true. <laughs> um, but so don't, don't worry about it. We're going to have fun regardless. Randy and Matt, Randy and Matt are going to barbecue again. It's going to be epic. This year, I'm going to really rein Randy in and make sure that we buy only the, the uh, just well, the this, amount This of time, food. we're not giving Randy control of the, the sound system. I gave Randy Jeez. control of buying the pork, which was a massive disaster because <laughs> Randy bought enough pork to feed all of Nicaragua. And in fact, we're still feeding Nicaragua. That's what they've been living on is the uh, Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest leftovers. Uh, uh, so I'll, I will, uh, I'll make sure to rain Randy and we, we usually have beer. We have a ton of fun. 
uh, cornhole tournament and the whole work. So please uh, consider coming in at the end of August and joining us for that. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, okay, so let's get to the winners. Uh, Matt, oh, how many how many people have we uh, selected uh, so far as finalists for our ten cigar giveaway? Uh, I just added number twelve. So number twelve. 12. Wow. All right. So why don't you go ahead and read off the finalists? These are the people that have caught your eye. Quinn, Scott, and Matt caught your guys' eye. You guys said, "Hey, these guys are a finalist. Who do we have in the running?" Okay. So we have got Jordan Hertz, Tanner, Sarge Nubs, Barry, Nick Wellman, Chad. Mark Van Heimer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mark. Alex Mullen, Mike Hakins, Bill Powers, Tim Benton, and Craig Lee. Wow. wow. All right. So those are the 12 finalists. And so what Matt is going to do now, Jordan, go ahead and put the camera on Matt. Because he's going to random.org and he's going to look at look at oh, look how so intense. look how intense Matt is. He's he's literally now uh, Quinn Quinn is there to see who is to make sure that this is legit. Okay, it's the, number nine. Number nine is Mike Hankins. Mike ah! Hankins. Congratulations, Mike Hankins. Thank you for tuning in. You are. The winner of 10 amazing cigars. Maybe I'll throw some extras in there. Who knows? Uh, so congratulations. And thanks to everybody participating. Huge show tonight. Lots of great comments. Everybody had a good time. I hope I hope you all had as much fun as I had on the show. And thank you to um, Delicia Cruz. I, I always think of Delicia Silva, but um, her, her last name's Cruz now. And uh, you guys all well, know way her. Way to spoil it. Jeez. You guys all know her as Cigar Vixen. She does a great job. So we're very, very thankful that she took the time. On a Friday night, uh, Wednesday, Jordan. Yeah. Wednesday, we're we gonna right, pair some stuff. We're right back at it, and get this: uh, we were talking about wine earlier on the show as a underrated uh, cigar pairing. Are we just turning into like a cigars and wine show? At this uh, point? I think so. Uh, but we are gonna do uh, Pinot Noir, which, from my understanding, now I'm not a big Pinot Noir guy. I'm a Zin, I'm a Zinfandel guy, but from my understanding, Pinot Noir is a sort of like a neutral wine. Imagine Indonesian binder on a cigar. Like, it mm. goes with everything. Pinot Noir is one of those wines that it, you should be able to pair with almost any kind of food or cigar. And we'll be pairing it with the EPC Pledge, our number one cigar of the year. So hopefully you guys can get yourself some Pinot Noir. So you're saying it's boring. No, it's I'm just... No, that doesn't mean... drink. That doesn't mean it's boring. That means it could be a good... It could be a good pairing, mm. Jordan. Jeez. Uh, Anyways, uh, congratulations to Mike Hankins. Get yourself some Pinot Noir and a pledge. Join us Wednesday. A week from tonight on Flavor Odyssey, uh, I'm not exactly sure. I mean, on uh, Smoke Not Live, sorry. I'm not exactly sure what. I had a guest lined up, but then he couldn't do it at the last second. So I'll have to to re-get a guest um, for that. Uh, And then the week after that, we'll be in Miami for the release. Also, you probably already said this, but if you go to CigarDojo.com, You'll see the uh, the press release that we just did for the Taser, and you can go on that page and put in your email, subscribe to the list, and you'll be the first to be notified to get that cigar early. Right. If you don't if you don't do that, then you're relying on just getting the link with everybody else. You could theoretically miss out. Now, when you do that and you make sure that you're on our list, make sure that 
because what happens is like you put your email in and then it says you got to verify your email so you get an email so make sure you do the whole process otherwise you're not actually on the list so you know you've signed up for email lists you guys know you guys know what you're doing you're going to be fine but make sure you do that um, it's going to be a ton of fun i think you guys are going to love the taser uh, this is going to be a big year for the dojo we got a lot of really cool stuff coming up um, so this is our first release of the year taser is our first release of the year Certainly, Jordan, not our last. Oh, never. Because this is a big year. And then the year after this, Jordan, is our 10-year anniversary. What are we going to do? I don't even know. It's gonna be, <laughs> I hope we. It's going to be crazy. I hope we figure something. So, uh, guys, uh, uh, by the way, Taser's already on Dojoverse. You can check into it. Obviously, you guys can't because you don't have We can check yet. into it. But the, the J train is on Suckers. there. The, uh, the The Johnny Smokes Uncut J train is on there. So if yeah. you're ordering that tonight, I think they're having their big release this weekend for the J train. That's another protocol cigar. You can you can get that and check in. That'll be fun as well. I love uh, Johnny Reamer is one of the coolest guys in the industry. So get some J Train as well. Uh, props to those guys. We love them. They're they're our favorite. Uh, some of our favorite dudes in the entire industry. But then make sure to go March twenty sixth. Boynton Beach smoke in me Juan Jordan Kevin Randy Abe. Everybody's going to be down there. <laughs> it's going to be incredible. Uh, check into some cigars tonight on Dojoverse. Show us what you're drinking. Show us what you're smoking. Do some now playing. You can post your Spotify song link right in the timeline. You can listen to it. We can all song. listen to it. We can all listen to it How right there. How terrible your music choices Super are. Super cool. So until Wednesday, remember, never, never smoke, smoke alone. alone. See you guys Wednesday night. I mean, is it fast? Oh, it's fast. What about the options? What about the options? It's got all the options. But like, what about price? It's got to be expensive. Not expensive at all, man. JR's got the greatest deals on cigars and accessories. Check it out. Oh, wow. Look at these. Oh, look at that deal. It's a good price. What are you guys doing with my car? Your car? I thought this was your car. I thought it was your car. Why would it be my car? I don't know. It's not again. We'll get out, but I'm taking this with a JR on the go. No matter whose car you're in, JR Cigar is there for you.